Same clothes that we were in in the last episode. <laughs> Period. We didn't take no showers. Nothing. So, guys, if you're wondering, like, dang, okay, they kind of own their stuff. More episodes. This is our bonus episode. Epi. Episode. So, me and Chi, we just be. Do we be everywhere? Because I was about to make it seem like we be real busy. Well, let's make it seem like we be real busy. <laughs> Give us <laughs> <all> some grace. <laughs> We don't, but sometimes it can be challenging to get us yeah. um, sit, to sit down and be in the same spot for an extended amount of time. This is true. Yes. So what we decided would be, or more so cheese, this is kind of cheese idea, is to do bonus episodes. And so they probably won't be as long as the typical potty. For those who don't know, she coined the term. Potty. The potty. Potty is. Short. I got it. I, I'm not even gonna take credit for this one. I got it from Kev on stage and Doughboy <laughs> from Righteous and Ratchet. They refer to their podcast as the potty, so we just gonna take their turn. Period. They're not gonna listen, so they won't know. Exactly. So yeah. So this is a bonus potty. It won't be as long as the one that we typically do. Um. So what we'll do for this one is kind of just free. Flowing. Very, very free. So if you have questions, please submit your questions. Videos that yes. you want us to watch. If you have like yeah, like she said, like if it's something that's controversial on social media, you just like y'all go look at this. Like do mm-hmm. that so we can look at it and talk about it. Yeah. Give our very unsolicited opinion. Nobody asks us, but we will talk about it anyway. Yeah. Um yeah, any questions, any situation that you may have. Or anything like that. Just let us know. And we'll just be going free flow. Very free. Because I'm probably going to bring up Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Oh. This one is just burning in my chest. Well, come on and talk about it. You know I love the Royals. Well, I just love Meghan Markle, really. I love the Prince. He's I like you. Prince Harry is adorable. Everybody else, you can just go. <laughs> <laughs> Except the Queen. I appreciate her longevity you know, in her role. Come on. The Queen said <laughs> bow down at this point. <laughs> you know she still drives. The queen be out here whipping it on her own. Oh. though, like in her own little courtyard. So, you know, okay, so long story short, for people who don't follow the royals, it's okay. I got enough knowledge, not all the knowledge, mm-hmm. but enough, to kind of give you guys backstory on to what's happening. So, maybe what, a year ago, year two, mm-hmm. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got together and got married. Mm-hmm. So, once they did that, you know, the Brit, okay, the British media and American media are two different types of media. The British are very. The British. Um, hence why we had the Revolutionary War. But, you know, like, they are very by the book. Any commoners, all that type of stuff. Like, they're very, like, it's all about looks. And so, the monarchy was eating Meghan Markle to death in the media. So, like, they basically were treating Meghan Markle how they were treating Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. And so, anything Meghan Markle did, it was just an enemy of progress. So, who to is the monarchy? Re- is that the queen of her not, Okay, so the, the monarchy wasn't treating her like that, but the British tabloids and media was mm-hmm. treating her bad. Okay. And so, like, I don't, I personally, this is my opinion. So, anybody from the UK that's listening, because apparently we have people from there based off of Anchor, they're listening. <laughs> The UK has just like their their media has not been the kindest to Meghan Mark Meghan Markle, and so like what happened was, um, and a lot of people say it has a lot to do with race because she's a black woman, and mm-hmm. so um, 
basically, long story short, I was watching a lot of videos about this. And, um, well, long story short, they decided to no longer be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, they quit. They resigned. They said, we good on this. We're going to be commoners. Mm-hmm. And we're going to move to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so... That's, like, a really big scandal for the monarchy because that's never been done in, like... I said that... I think they said that the last time that was done, I think it was, like, in 1983 or maybe, like, even further back. Like, it's, like, something that's just unheard of. Like, you don't leave the monarchy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, basically, because Harry and Meghan have decided to do that, it's, like... First off, the queen, it makes the queen look bad because it's like you don't have your family under control. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, it's not like Harry was some duchess down the line. Like, you not nowhere near the throne. Granted, he has a lot further, like, he has a good gap before mm-hmm. he can be on the throne. But, like, Harry was sixth in line for the throne. Mm-hmm. Meaning that something happened to his daddy. Something happened to all, all the Prince, <laughs> Prince William's kids and him. Yeah. You... King Harry, Queen Megan, Queen Meg, you feel me? So, like, you in there. And so, like, that was just something that was just, like, everybody was, like, shocked. And so, all of it boils down to they felt like this was the best thing that they had to do for them, for their family. And one thing that um, a lot of people are saying, like, is that Harry is a lot like his mother because they said that Princess Diana was always family first Mm -hmm. you know everything else second and they said that uh, the reason why harry decided to do that was because the same way he saw that they treated his mother that's how they were treating megan and like i was watching one video and it was like side by side what megan would do compared to how they used to cover princess kate Mm -hmm. and so like it was one where like princess kate was like holding her belly bump and so they was just like princess kate this is daily mail this is a british news whatever a news article business whatever and so they're like princess kate gracefully holds baby bump at such and such event then it's megan markle doing the same thing this is megan markle uh grabs baby bump is this uh anti-woman progressive and like you're sitting there like fam they're doing the same thing they were like it was the second article um Princess Kate or whatever, she was eat- Kate Middleton was eating avocados with her morning sickness. Meghan Markle did the same thing. Meghan Markle eats avocado. Is this um? And, and li- you're looking at this like, fam, what is this woman doing? Meghan Markle is doing absolutely nothing to you guys. But the way y'all portray her in the press and the media. I remember she was doing an interview and they were just asking her questions like, you know, like, I guess it was kind of like on the time, like, why you not, why haven't you snapped back as quick? Meghan Markle literally had that baby two weeks ago and they're already like kind of looking at her like, okay, you mm-hmm. had a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And, so, and she's just like, you know, it's hard. Like, first off, Meghan Markle's from America. Number two, she's a black woman in parliament. And then number three, like, she lives in a whole nother country where her husband probably the only friend that she has is her husband mm-hmm. and like she just had a baby and like part, they just were not they were not supporting my, my girl they were not supporting Meg I just 
it just bothers me. So when so basically them basically saying that they no longer want to be a part of Parliament. It's just this big scandal, and like like the Queen is like we're gonna run this family meeting, and so the Queen decides. I guess they went to some countryside villa in the UK where you know they own everything. So. Mm-hmm. They went there, and so the tabloids got this video footage of the queen driving her Range Rover. And at first, I was like, "The queen is not driving because she on the passenger side." But then I remember in the UK, they mm-hmm. yeah. So I look, I said, "This is is available." <laughs> and Trevor Noah was like, "Can we have a? Can we really appreciate the fact that the queen still drives for some places?" Like, so you know, it's serious when the queen got to pull over. <laughs> The queen said, "What my keys? Somebody come bring my keys." I gotta I was go. Crying, bro. I, I gotta do it real fast. I'll be back. I was screaming. Trevor Noah gets on my nerves. He was like, "But y'all so y'all so hard pressed about that. Can we just appreciate that she ninety something still whipping it in the range? Like, and I'm just like, period." <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's so, like, I feel like it's so much more to that than they're even getting. Like, they literally, how bad does it have to get that you literally say, I do not want to be royal anymore. I'm going to move to Canada in a whole nother continent. I'm going to give you back your money dollars. And I'm going to live a regular life. And basically, I don't want to be a citizen of this country no more. Now, I know Harry's not saying that. But basically, like, that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. well, the queen needs somebody to move in today. <laughs> today, <laughs> old house. Please. Call me, sis. Come on. Email charity. <laughs> Charitypod at gmail.com. Like, if you need someone to occupy that space, you just let me know. Yes, but I love, I love, I love, I love Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Like, mm-hmm. I can really tell they're in love, that they love each other, that, you know, and I mean, Meghan is somebody, and I, I appreciate this, and I appreciate this one because you can tell that Meghan is a person that has her own mind, mm-hmm. that has her own opinions. And is not afraid to speak up for herself. Much like Princess Diana, right? Period. And so I think that that was something that they thought because she's black, she would just fall in line to whatever they gave mm-hmm. her. Not knowing that Megan and Harry, and Harry's the type, Harry don't really care. Like, he's like, I'm not going to be the king, no way. <laughs> like, fast. I got three toddlers in front yeah. of me. Like, I'm good on this. And they still going, probably. Fast. And so it's just like, What's the point? Like, and I think that that's, I think that, that that shows a lot about Harry and the fact that he appreciates family first and isn't afraid to stand against something for the sake of his family mm-hmm. and protect his family. But that says a lot about Megan that she was willing to even sacrifice the life that she lived before then just to make him happy. Like, you have to love somebody to say, even just being, being royal is one thing, but you're literally saying, I'm going to move to another country, live in this society with you. You really don't do much, but you know, like, and and try and live this life. Meghan Markle had her own life way before Harry. Mm-hmm. Like, she was an actress. She did a lot of like global globalization work. Like, she did a lot of like nonprofit work in different countries. Like, Meghan Markle was out here mm-hmm. being living her best life, being an independent black woman. And this man found her. No, and so like, <laughs> I just feel like. It just, it shows, like, when you really, when you really have a true sense of yourself, like, Mm -hmm. 
it affects how people move and shake around you. Mm-hmm. It's not like she just le- even with Princess Diana, she had a very true sense of herself. Like she she was like, Look, I know y'all got that whole thing where can't nobody leave until the queen leaves, but I'm sleepy. I'm going to sleep. And went to sleep. And the queen felt some type of way. But guess what? She really Yeah, like they 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 used to like the way they treat Princess like Meghan Markle was how they treat Princess Diana. Any little thing she did, it would be on the news, on the news in seconds. It was a party. And Princess Diana was tired. Princess Diana was ready to go to sleep. The queen was still out here <laughs> moving and shaking. Bumping and grinding. <laughs> queen. Pack. And so Princess Diana was like, I'm tired. And they were just like, but the rule is, you people can't leave the party until the queen leaves. The queen was taking her sweet time. Diana said, I'm done. All right, y'all. y'all in the morning. First of all, me. She said, I'm about to head out. And Princess Diana was asleep. And it was about it because technically within parliament rules or whatever rules they got or whatever culture they got up in there is if the queen you can't go into the queen leave Diana said okay cool cool even like I think it's certain things like you're not supposed to it's certain rules that they have where it's like with touching people like I think you're not even supposed to like shake people's hands I, it's something and I think Meghan Markle or something Meghan Markle Meghan opened her own door and people were up in arms that she opened her own door and didn't wait for um, one of the people, like the parliament workers, to open the door for her. She was opening her own door in New York when she had to get out the taxi. She mm-hmm. wasn't waiting. That's what I'm saying. Like the ghetto. So let me find out. Um, the queen in the in the squad is very ghetto. <laughs> and it's Real Housewives of, <laughs> of the UK. Of the UK. Of the UK. And all of, and all of it. I just, I, I pray that everything works out for mm-hmm. the former Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And I pray that everything works out, whatever country they decide to stay in, like everything. And I hope that they have a great, prosperous life. They should really move to Birmingham. They should. Because there's nobody care here. Child, you could be walking on Avenue. And I'm talking about, we were like, she looks so She looks just like Meghan Markle. But anyway, like, nobody would. Nobody. I heard a lot of celebrities be coming to Birmingham. And don't nobody know who they are. Because I feel like, first of all, you'd be like, nah, they wouldn't. They don't Don't nobody come to Birmingham. Karuchi was at, uh, I'll never forget me. (laughs) Terry was helping us edit the first podcast. And we're just sitting there at Barnes and Nobles in the summit, and Karuchi just walk in, no security, no nothing. Karuchi, and she, I could tell she she could feel that we probably knew who she was because she wouldn't look in our direction. It's nothing but white people. It's nothing but white people. It's just us, me and Little Terry Hart, and I think they had one black barista, and she was light skinned, and literally not like they had anything to do with her knowing. Whatever, but you know, y'all get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I, she, I could tell she had no sense of who Karuchi was. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on. I said, wait. I said, I look. I said, is that Karuchi? And she was just like, yeah, that's Karuchi. Cause she came into the Apple Store. Terry said that he like they just be out. They be out and about in Alabama. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Chief, for this. Come on. Yeah, British Update is here and present. If you need anything else, you can always email our podcast if you're interested in the Royals. Come on. I'll let you know. 
about she anything new. Royals feel. Come on, I'll let you guys know about anything new with, between the former Duke <laughs> and Duchess of Sussex. Shout out to Serena Williams for winning her first title since her childbirth. Awesome. So yeah, so that's all the information I know as far as current updates in my life. When you guys hear this, it'll probably be way too old. But you know, enjoy it for what it is. Bonus episode. Come on, Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie. Come on, Bonnie. Alright. Questiones. Questiones. Okay. Let me mix them up. Just pick one. Come on. First question, line up. Somebody said, who's single? Oh, yeah, side note, y'all. We don't be making these questions up. People oh. really be asking this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And this question is an old question from Friendsgiving that I just found in my room. And I was like, huh, I don't even think we answered it at Friendsgiving, so. Yeah, there were some questions we didn't answer. Yeah. It got hot in Friendsgiving, yeah, child. Warm. People were being exhausted. I love it. Okay, so this says who's single and enjoying it. Me, Peggy. Are you? I think 50 to 70. 50 to 60% of the time I'm in my bag with being single. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I just like it. I mean, I honestly, I realize the benefits of being single and I'm like, yo, can I have this and still be married? Mm -hmm. Like, you answer to yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't have to call nobody and be like, hey, I'm going to go to the store real quick. Hey, um, I'm about to go get something to eat. What you need? Mm-hmm. I just want to buy enough for me. <laughs> like, I I like the fact that I'm learning more and more about myself. I can make mistakes. And the only person that's going to ride on is me. Come you on. know? Yeah. Like, if I, if tomorrow I want to go and eat with somebody, cool. Because I know that it's just me I have to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to see, okay, well, if I go eat, I got to make sure such and such don't want to eat. So, he, that means he got to go get some to eat. Because mm-hmm. I want to get home and think about... Oh man, what I'm gonna eat with my wife at? You know, like that's mm. stuff that, yeah. And so I think that honestly, I I fools with being single. Come on, most of the time. Now some days I'd be like, ah, it is mostly when I'm hungry. Um, mm. and I really want Magic Walk, and I don't want to pay for it. She wants a sponsor. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I'm just like, ah, I would just really like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just so a small boy, just. Come on. You know, just to buy me something. You know, because one of my love languages is gifts. So, I'm just like, you know, just buy me a little, little meal. <laughs> you got my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want a hug. You just get, a hug. Oh, my everlasting nerves. But yeah, are you single and enjoying it? I feel like, whenever I say I feel like, just know. <laughs> She's lying! <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> When I say I feel like, it's like my buffer to like actually figure out how I feel. Mm-hmm. So when I hold that light, my mind is like, come on, think of something. But yeah, so I feel like, yeah, like I am enjoying it. Like what other choice do you have but to enjoy it? I feel like it makes life miserable if you, you like don't. single and you just like, Ugh. now granted, I do feel like I'm at a point in my life where there are things that like I think I'm ready to share with like somebody else like experiences or even like conversations about work or blase Mm -hmm. so like i do feel like my heart is starting to become ready to experience life with somebody else but at this point like you have no other choice but to like Mm -hmm. i don't want to say be good with it but 
to not wallow in it because it's literally going to make the rest of your life miserable. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to get to a point where I'm, like, I don't want to say obsessed with it, but, like, obsessed. And then you look back and be, like, what in the world did I do with the years that, you know, I was, like, by myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I don't know. That's kind of, like, my position on it is I am because this is just, it is it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But I think that I am ready to like share experiences with somebody else. That's good. Come on. Do you have anybody else sharing uh, any potential sharing? You know, they're just me and the Lord. At this point. For now. For now. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Oh, well. Mm, nobody shine your eye on. You know, my eyes can't not be trusted, so. <laughs> my eyes just be shining on just random. Bring me shine her eye on Dusty Buddy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, he was so sweet. <laughs> He's a serial killer. <laughs> so, I can't be trusted, but. Okay. And then I'm not finna like, I'm also not finna like baby nobody mm. either. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, What's up? okay. No, go, go ahead. No, go. You go. No, go. No, I was just gonna say, like, like, I feel as though I may not be the one to shoot the shot, but I'm gonna help you assist. Mm. And if you don't come in with the come on in, I mean, that's just up to you. So what is the shooting? Sense. So if somebody wants to shoot their shot at you, mm-hmm. what would that look like? All you gotta do is just start talking. Okay, what if it's, they're not in the same room with you, it's social media? What does that slide, do? Slip and slide in them DMs. Like, but what does that look like? Is it, hey, little mama, let me whisper in you. Hey, Tell me a couple of things hey. that you want to hear. Is it that? Is it Yin Yang Twins? Or is it, or is it, sweet lady, won't you leave us? Sweet love for a lifetime. (laughs) Or, excuse me, miss, what's your name? (laughs) Like, what is it? Come on, you see me from across the road. You got my attention. They said that Chris Brown had a list. I don't believe. It ain't gonna be the Chris Brown said like he was four, not fourteen. Not Chris is a grown man, child. Come on, that man's sucker. You like it? What you see? (laughs) (laughs) Everything is on. I that is my guilty pleasure. Is Heat by Chris Brown. I don't know why I love that song so much. Don't roll your eyes before they get stuck. <laughs> I love that song. It's, I think it's because of that old couple that danced to it. Oh, and so they made me want to just, you know, just a little culture slide. A little shimmy. But what is that? Give me a little Give me a little example. Like, what would make you be inclined to respond back and not be like, stop, remove yourself? Like, do I know this person? No. It's just a man that like you may you may not know him, but he might know people that you know. So like y'all have mutual friends. So like let's say like if you look at his page, he follows like Christian, me, Danny. Well yeah, Mickey. just be like, hey, saw your page, thought that you were dope. Like literally, I'm like I don't know if I have like the resting be face or like I don't know what energy I give off to people mm-hmm. but I've been feeling like people be scared to talk to me like I don't know if I look mean mm-hmm. do I look mean? No. Yeah like even if you shoot your shot and I block it I'm going to block it with so much grace 
<laughs> like you not said. even gonna know if the shot was even blocked or not. But I'm never gonna like hurt your feelings or like make mm-hmm. you feel bad that like you try. Yeah, you know, I may even if I got to lie my way out. Like, hey, I'm actually married. I just got married two hours ago. So sorry. And I'm about to fly to Cambodia. And I'm about to move to a whole nother continent. <laughs> Literally so sorry. Had you come two hours earlier, this could have been a thing. But you're so sorry. But yeah, like, just let me slide. Say some regular, regular stuff. I be posting stuff on my Instagram that I think be funny. So if you think it's funny, tell me you think it's funny. I love memes. All of that good stuff. It's literally not hard. Mm. So for any man that's listening to this podcast that is interested in Brie, I'm not going to say or her last she, name. Who? Brie. <laughs> um, please utilize the advice that I solicited from her Go in the past away. five to ten minutes. Go away. Thank you. Anyway, back to our regular <laughs> scheduled statements. We just had a message from our sponsors. But yeah, it's not, it's not hard. Slide in those DMs. In those DMs. Slide. Don't slide in mind though. Slide in DMs already be lit. No, they don't. They be dry. Whatever. They be dry. The DMs, I like the DMs that come from. She want a DM from um, somebody who's been in the NFL for 85 years. I, I never said any of or those things. Because if her. you were in. Or I'm not gonna oppose Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but Jalen Hurts is so adorable to me, and I don't know why. He never was always that way, though. Rose, I'm rolling my eyes. If y'all can hear me, roll my eyes. Roll them now. Put your put your eyes close up to the five so they can hear. <laughs> you know, anyway, I'm very selective. That's it. I'm just very selective. I am. <laughs> Ree is treating me like Nene Lee's. Wow. I am. I'm very, I know what I want, but then I also know what I need. But I don't know exactly how that's going to look. That's why I don't be worried. I don't be hard pressed. And I think that's one thing you have to remember when being single. Don't be hard pressed for no man. Like, because they're going to come. And when they come, you can Ooh, She got the sauce and the seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, don't be hard pressed. Yes. They're going to come, period. They are. So it's just like, don't be hard pressed about it. Like, right now, if you're not, if ain't nobody sliding in your DMs, it's nine times out of ten. Me and Peep game. And I had to talk to a, a couple of my homeboys to understand this. Because I was just like, why don't they be talking to us? Because I was really just trying to figure out, like, are we, do I stink? <laughs> like, does my fist say don't talk to me? Like, what does it say? Because I'm just like, yo. And they were just like, honestly, a lot of dudes compete game if a girl is really about something and if they not. And the girls that don't be about nothing, that's generally who they go towards because it's easier to talk to. They're easier to get. And it's like a confidence thing. Like, let's be honest. If an ugly dude walked in here, you know you can move him because... <laughs> You ugly. Like you're not thinking. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not being I'm not being I don't wanna I don't want y'all to think dang she you are trash. That probably was a trash statement. But I digress. <laughs> anyway, but like if somebody that you know women know, like that's why that's why I don't want nobody to be fake. Because you know who you can move and you know who you can't move. What's that about move? Like I guess it's like you know okay, for example, I feel like there are certain people that we there's certain people or men or whatever that you probably could like pull mm-hmm. 
but you just don't because that's just not what you prefer. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain people that they're just really it. Like if you know you could probably pull them if you wanted them, but they just don't either. They're not like on the on your tip. They're not. They don't tickle your fancy. Yeah, they don't tickle your fancy. So it's just like why waste my time with people who don't tickle my life is too short to be out here dating people you don't like in the face. But life is too short to also be dang people that you like in the face that are trash. Like, mm. so you have to pick which one is more important. Is is dating a dude that's super fine, but he has a nasty attitude and disrespectful, doesn't appreciate you for who you are. Is that what you're going to put up with for the however long God got you on this earth? Or are you going to, you know, date somebody that you're still attracted to, but they respect you. They love you for you. They're able to understand you in a deeper way. And there's somebody that, you know, you can move forward with and, and create greatness and growth and success with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your purposes align or, you know, you guys complement each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's important to understand and know. Like, I mean, I mean, Brie, no. Like, I mean, I have a type. I mean, I like athletic builds. Athletic background, you know, whatever. <laughs> nice smell, nice body, nice skin, nice teeth, you know. <laughs> Chocolate skin, you know. Little accent that comes out, in and out, you know. You know, just, you know, somebody somebody that I would prefer. But then also, I have to ask myself, am I where I need to be to be able to receive that? Mm. Because I might want somebody that has a nice body, nice build. He might want somebody that has a nice body and nice build. And me eating these Krispy Kremes every weekend is not helping me get to that point. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's just like you have to ask yourself, what are you bringing to the table? Like, yeah, you want that. But, like, are you bringing stuff to the table to even be ready to receive that? Mm-hmm. Because let's say I do get that. Fine. Super fine. Real fine. People mm-hmm. tell me all the time, he is fine. And he's a great person. He loves the Lord. He has everything that I ask God for. But he's, like... I'm aware of all of his attributes and so are other people. But then I begin to get insecure because I don't feel like I'm worthy to talk to somebody like that. Mm. Or I get insecure because I don't feel like I'm where I need to be to be ready for a man like Mm. that. And so now I have this man that loves the heck out of me, you know, appreciates me for me, but I'm battling my own insecurities Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, I just don't think I'm pretty enough. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I feel like, you know... I just feel like, you know, you're just going to leave me, <laughs> you know? And then I'm insecure as heck because you I didn't deal. And, uh, but these are real, like, these are, and I know myself well enough to know, like, that is something that I probably could or would do if I got the person that I would prefer to get in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that I know I need to personally work on before I even think about being with somebody's mm-hmm. son. Because if I'm asking God, God, this is the type of person that I want, this is the type of person that I feel like I need, or this is different qualities and attributes mm-hmm. that I desire in a person, but I'm not ready to receive that. I can't get mad at the person God brings me if he, A, doesn't meet all those qualities because I'm not where I need to be mm-hmm. or I'm not being obedient in what God is calling me to do right now. Or I can't be mad at that person if he is all those things and I wasn't ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Then I really just messed myself up because I got what I wanted. It's like you trying to have uh, 12 cars, but you ain't got no, you ain't got no garage to put them in. Like, let's be real. Like, you got a whole house worth full of furniture, but you live in a studio apartment. <laughs> like, you can't have a, two, two beds, a couch, a futon, and um, entertainment set in your studio apartment inside of the bathroom. Like, 
once either we gonna move, move forward, grow, get a bigger mm-hmm. house, or we're gonna get this stuff away. But one is one or the other. <laughs> you're gonna be looking like the people on A and E hoarders. Come on. Looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let's see. That's why this ah, that's what you get with the bonus body. <laughs> about a good relationship if y'all got some more questions or <laughs> or something else that y'all just even about maybe friendships that guys is. if there is a guy that listens to this podcast i would love to know what y'all are going through to give my exclusive opinion about so yes let us know but moving on this one says would you invite your ex to any social gathering Answer that question. Amanda feels me. <laughs> I'll tell you own question. Would you invite your ex? It depends on like what the context is. Like if I had an ex that was abusive and mm-hmm. that talked crazy, can he come to anything else that I ever host in my life? Absolutely not. Restraining order. But like if we had if I had an ex and we ended on like good terms and even if we were in the same circle or same community. Okay. Mhm. So yeah, that that's my take. If it ended well, then yeah. But if it didn't, then let's not do that to each other. I agree. Cause if he's a savage, you can be savage by yourself. Period. But then again, I'm very problematic. I probably would still invite him. To Go do away. That. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm the type of person that, depending on how it ended, if it ended very well and we just are really dope friends, I wouldn't mind inviting you to my wedding. Mm-hmm. But it's a gathering shot. It doesn't say the wedding. Well, you know, okay. You let's say, I am, but this is how problematic I am. I'm the type of person to invite my ex to my wedding and have him sit, not close, but very intentional when he didn't <laughs> miss anything. But, um, I'm just playing. But, um, am I though? Anyway. Um, but I would invite him to social gatherings. Like, if I had a birthday and we cool and we're friends, like, why would I not? Mm-hmm. Or maybe to some, like, community event where yeah. I'm inviting like a lot of people. Yeah, because he might be going through some things and might need to meet some people that you know that could possibly help him mm-hmm. or like he just could be a dope person and probably needs a community or something like that. But that's after the Lord like he's like really worked on you. I mean like I feel you. like that's hard. Like I feel like that could potentially be opening up like old wounds and it's like let's just close the door. What if he brings a date? He can't bring nobody. Alive. The remembrance of me is the date. What you mean? Me is the worst. You see how flawed? And y'all be like, I'm flawed. Look. Ain't no date, fam. So, okay. So, you Okay. Hey. Scenario. Bree has a gathering. You know, a little, a little community gathering. 
you know, it's good food, good time, you know, music, mm-hmm. it's great. Kiki, ha ha, mm-hmm. kiki, ha ha, pass me into the role. Mm-hmm. Fun time. And, you know, you invited your ex. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up. And he walks in. And right before he closes the door, somebody else walks in that you have no idea who that is. You don't know who this woman is. I said, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know your name, but excuse me, miss. Let's see you from across the room. <laughs> and she, you know, he takes her coat. He puts it in the coat closet because you got one of those. Because you classy. And, you know, y'all take their take they shoes off. And, you know, he come in. And, of course, he's familiar with other people in your community. So, they coming up to him. They dapping him up. You know, giving side hugs. How are you? Good. This is my friend. Teaching purposes. Jessica. And so, he's he introducing everybody to Jessica. You know. And so, Jessica's just like, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi. Is she, is she adorable? She's cute. You know, whatever. She's cute for what it is. How is that going to make you feel? Because you invited him. I feel like if my motives weren't right, then it would make me feel a ways. Like, if I invited him with the intent that, okay, I'm going to either show him up, like, try to make it real big and, like, lavish, or invited him with the intent that some way, somehow, we could, like, get back together, then I would dismiss the party right after the introduction. Hi, my name is Jessica. Well, all right, y'all. I just want to say thank y'all so much for coming. <laughs> I'm about to pray us out, and y'all got to go, because this, this is not what it is. Appreciate y'all get the food and get out. Y'all get y'all some to-go places, some looming full in the cabinet, and I'm going to see y'all. But, like, if I was okay, if my motives are right, and then I just did it for the sake of community or for the sake that we, like, ran in the same circle at some point, then it probably wouldn't bother me. Probably. But I would have to make sure that I'm healed. I would make sure that I'm healed before I do some stuff like that, because I feel like that's definitely... Like opening up wounds, but I've seen it where people are like healed. Not want to say healed from their past relationships, but like they're okay. Like they've gotten over the stump of not being together, and they're able to like coexist in the same room with like their ex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. I see.
But in this case, they're referring to relationships as far as like the one, like your husband, the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life, X, Y, and Z. So when do you believe in the one and how do you know when you've met the one? Well, I haven't met the one, so I don't know how would I know if I met the one. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be a short response, my guy. Yeah. We're both single and... I mean, when I ask married couples, they'd be like, if you know, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't tell me anything. Steve Harvey gave a really good one. Okay, what did he say? When he was like, I love Uncle Steve. When he was like, um, somebody asked him, like, how do you know it's the one? And he was basically like, when you feel like he, he was, was very dramatic, but it made sense. Like, he was like, when you feel like you can't, like, breathe without somebody, like, being there, like, you, something happens and it's like the first person you run to or... I don't know, like, they just begin to, like, change your life in some way. It's mm-hmm. almost like a, a best friend, and you realize that you don't want to, like, live life without that person, or that you don't want to, like, be without that person. Like, you want them mm-hmm. to experience all of your experiences, you want them to feel all of your emotions, your happiness, your sadness, your promotions at work, your yeah. creative ventures. Like, you want them there, like, you want them along for the ride. That's it. That was Uncle Steve's thing. So I'm going to agree with Uncle Steve and say that's how I feel like you know when you met the one. But do you believe in the one? I do, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't because I feel like I feel like God is vast. And mm-hmm. I feel like there are probably a lot of different people that could be essentially a good mate to you. Mm-hmm. Now, the best mate to you is a completely different ballgame. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, in my mind, this is how I look at it. At one point, I did believe there was someone. I was like, mm-hmm. only one soul, and I'll tap on me. But nowadays, I'd be like, well, you know, this could work, honestly. Yeah. And I believe, honestly, a lot of marriages could work if both, like, if, especially Christian marriages, they can work if both people have the Holy Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way, if the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and is speaking to you and you have a vibrant relationship with God, that your marriage is not going to work to some degree. Mm-hmm. You might not always like your spouse, but you know, mm-hmm. it's going to work. And so, I think, I think of that from a standpoint of, like, there could be 10 men and they all have different backgrounds mm-hmm. and they all could very well work well with me, mm-hmm. but it might only be all of one or two that work best. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, am I just going to do well or best? Yeah. Like, cause I've seen it where people have, have dated guys that were great dudes. And it makes it, a lot of times they say, it, they're just like, you know, he was a great guy, but it's just, it just was something mm-hmm. about it. And it, it was nothing he did wrong. It was nothing he ever said. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I just knew that this was not God's best for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm always looking for God's best, mm-hmm. not okay. And so like in that, it's just like, I don't believe in the one, but I do think that there's a difference between something that is good and something that is best. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want the best. Yeah. I feel like that too. Like the... I feel like it's like a one and a possible. Yeah. When the first one don't work out, it's like a second backup person. Because like you said, like, I feel like it's a lot of people that you can mesh with. Even when I look back on like, maybe like a past crush or a past something. Mm -hmm. And then now, like me now, I'm like, dang, I could not have ever even fathomed like if something would have like popped off and like actually worked with that person, you know? Like even though they were like a good person and Mm -hmm. a good dude and love God and all that stuff and it's just like 
Sometimes good just ain't good enough for you. And you have to like figure out like, you know, where you going and the things that it takes like the the attributes that you need to like be be successful with you. Like you may need somebody who's like super patient or like slow to anger or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like even though that's biblical and everybody should be like that, but you may need like a second helping of that because you some people aren't naturally patient. Yeah. Yeah. What's the attribute that you look for in a guy? Mm, Oprah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> no, you answer my question. <laughs> I don't know. I love um, people that are considerate. That's always my go-to answer. I love people who are considerate. It makes like when you think of other people. I don't want to say above yourself, but when you just have other people in mind, I feel like that's super dope. Even if it's something as small as. Um. Oh, let's go on a date. But okay, let's pick something on her side of town because I don't want her to drive all the way back to Lakeshore mm-hmm. by herself at night. Like that's like, mm-hmm. oh dang! Like he was, you know, actually like thinking. Yeah. Like something as simple as that is like super dope to me. So just imagine it on like a larger scale or whatever, or, like how far they can go. But I think that's one of my biggest. Like attributes. Somebody like naturally considerate. Like I can tell. Like I don't know if people be thinking I'm just slow or wet, but like I can like peek through the through the little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you're not being like genuine with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like somebody who's like naturally considerate is like a big one. I got two. And Chief. That was on her. <laughs> Sponsored by Venmo. Dollar Style. Venmo hat, Dollar sign C H I D I M A capital A and O. Is that the attribute that you look for? Huh? Is that the attribute that you look for? Somebody, Somebody that Venmo's in money. No. I, I don't want you guys thinking I'm going to go dig on this podcast, please. No. <laughs> but I think somebody, dang, what attribute do I, do I look for? I think somebody who doesn't, and this is going to be, I don't know how this is going to really work when I actually do start dating somebody. Mm. But I think somebody who is, very chill mm. because I am not. Oh, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need for you to agree. But I think so. I really, and I think that's because I'm. I, I'm not always on ten, but I'm. I'm very dramatic, and so because Ree is so aggy. Ree is so aggy. <laughs> But for real, like, I I really, I know, I really appreciate dudes that are very humble and just chill. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally, like, it's not that people don't notice that they're there, but it's just, like, people just want to be around them, even though they don't do nothing, for mm-hmm. real. Like, I've met a couple dudes that are like that. Like, people just like, oh, where's this person? Just for example purposes, like, Lil Terry again. Like, Lil Terry is super chill. Like, he don't be doing nothing, but you want to be around him. Exactly. And so, like, um, I mean, that's just something that, I don't know why that's something that attracts me, but, like, I just really like dudes that are chill. And, and that come at me very chill, too. Like, mm-hmm. even when I'm like, <laughs> like, he's like, okay, so. And then I'm sitting here just like, oh, so you want me to feel dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm expressing myself like this? And I'm like, I need for you to be, mm, so. Break it down. 
Yeah, so yeah. I need somebody that evens me out. And yeah. And I think and I think even I'll say because for example, like my friendship with Keandre. Keandre me and Keandre are polar opposites. <laughs> like he is very Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that make you feel? Cause <laughs> it just you just let it out. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like you know and so like I just I think that somebody who's very patient who doesn't yell at me because I should it's I don't know it's something that I think it's from my childhood because a lot of my family's extra I just don't take too kind of people yelling at me mm-hmm. I was just like I can get it from my family they've been doing this since I was born <laughs> they're OGs yeah so they're OGs in that I, I can deal with that but I just I don't take too kind and not to say outside people raise your voice at me I don't know what type of cheese you're going to get. But it's not going to be a great one. So it's just like somebody who's very patient, somebody mm-hmm. who's chill, very chill, and just like humble. But people enjoy just being around them. Mm-hmm. So, it's you. I love it. My wheels are turning. My matchmaking wheels. Ah, don't don't touch them. <laughs> Keep them still. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. But yeah, that's it. Is there anything else we need to talk about? That's I think that's it. That's yeah, that's the attributes I got. You got anything else? Yeah, Let's see if I find another Oprah question. No. Five well, guys, five thank you. You're so terrible. Ah, oh, but that's really it. I don't have any other questions though. Okay. Praise the Lord. So I guess you guys, that's the <laughs> end of the bonus episode. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All so, right, guys. Hey guys, that's it. If you guys have any more questions, please, please, please. Like, we ask you guys this, so that way you can't be like, we don't be listening to y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have questions and you want us to talk about it on this potty, please do it now before mm-hmm. all the random people we don't know start asking these questions. Oh, because they finna be out here. Because we finna blow up. I'm just telling you this now. Yeah. And so, when we blow up and people are blowing our lines, you're like, well, you didn't answer my question. I'm telling you this now. We were begging you in the beginning. But Back then, they didn't want it. Now I'm hot. They all want <laughs> Period. So. Let's close on this note, sir. Oh, Kiss, God. Kiss, marry, kill. Oh, God. T.I., Jay-Z, or Offset? Ugh. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything to anybody. Um, uh, why did you give me that one, though? <laughs> uh, I think I would marry Offset. I would. Offset said it's some meme. I need to find it. But he was like, he basically prayed to God before he do like anything creative. And I was like, dang, Offset, that's really dope. But then somebody had commented and they were like, something on the lines of before the weed in the <laughs> in the lane or something like that. Like I'll find it and I'll before the weed reference the it again. So, I pray, it, so you pray before you do that or after? I think it was some song. <laughs> They were making some reference to a song. He was like, I don't do it with the lean, but definitely with the blunt or something like that. And I was like, I'll say it, just pray to the Lord. God knows your heart. Don't let nobody pray. I'll say it's the worst, but I'm here for it. I feel like I would have a, I feel like Offset is funny. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I just feel like he is hilarious. And I can fool I can live with somebody who's just funny. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would I would marry Offset. Uh and we would have big fun. Take off and come over. Mm-hmm. Quavo, I guess. We can get sweetie. And you know. And, and they can just pull up and we can just have big fun, play games. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really do be re- doing regular stuff mm-hmm. outside of, you know, the weed and the lean and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just be playing video games. And so, I would probably marry Offset. Um, 
That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm done. We got T.I. and Jay-Z. You gonna kill everybody else? I wouldn't kill everybody else. I just, I just would leave them alone. <laughs> just let me marry Offset. Okay. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bree. You. Oh, no, that's too good of an option. <laughs> I gotta find a good one. Oh, yes. Perfect. Kiss, Mary kill. Little Wayne, Birdman, or Tyga? I would kill Tyga. Ah! Marry Birdman and kiss Lil Wayne. Like 20, 20, 20, 20 Lil Wayne? Or no, like, like the Carter 3 Lil Wayne. Definitely Carter 3 Lil Wayne. Mrs. Officer Lil Wayne. Why you gonna kill Tyga? Dim, dim, dim. I don't even know Tiger like this. So. Coconut just got me like oh, I was just, put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. Uh. Mix it all up. Mm. Bro, that song was a bop. No with limes, his, no With his cousin Trappy McCoy, that song by Tiger used to bop. Mm. I used to listen to his mixtapes. So what's the latest Tiger song you know? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know that song by heart. I really don't know anything he's saying in that song. And I just know the beat. <laughs> Tiger seems like a very good time, but in this lineup, he's the Chanel Iman, supermodel. It's all right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birdman though, all three, all three of them, out of all three of them, you gonna date Birdman? Put some respect on Birdman's <laughs> name. Birdman <laughs> seems like he has really good stability. He seems like he's Treated Tony Bree is Bree, really you, nicely. Let the record show. I'm judging Bree, and this is why. <laughs> Bree has a problem that I like to admit. Bree would marry Birdman over Little Wayne and Tyga. Ah, because if I marry Wayne, that means I have to marry Carter Three Wayne up to now Wayne. That means I got to stay with him. But if I kiss him, it'll be a good time. You know, we just do what we do, and then we just back to normal life. Birdman stability. That money is there. I'm going to have How a you home. Gotta make money. We if not, we can just pawn Tony Braxton ring. It's Child. a lot of money. So huh. that's that's my final decision. As long as you can live with it. <laughs> it's shall lie. As my father would say, it's shall lie. Yes. <laughs> Let me live. Well, you guys, that is the bonus potty. Bonus potty. And so we thank you guys for listening in on this week. We will be back next week with another another regular potty. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions, definitely email us. Hit us up on Instagram. You can even hit up our pri- our um, private pages if you follow us. If you don't, then don't try to. But um. <laughs> So we do, you know, because I don't do the outside deal. Follow me. My page is open anyway. So. Yes. Follow Bree. Bree Chantel. B-R-I-S-H-A-N-T-L underscore. Period. You can follow my model page. I don't I know if I'm on that tone, though. But, you know, T-H-I dot T-H-I dot O, I think. It's one of those. Look on the potty. Look on the potty Instagram page. That's where you'll get all my info. But yeah, so definitely tell us what you think. Like, we appreciate the love that's already been sent. Somebody texted me this week and said, you know, that they, they be like, okay, podcast. And I was like, okay, listen.
listener in my head. I said thank you in the text though. <laughs> so definitely hit our lines. Let us know what you think. Give us ideas. We are into it. The ideas will come regardless, but we would love to hear what you guys want us to talk about. Mm. And yeah, so we love you guys. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.